Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, the Cav- Covington uh, Catholic school kids continue to pay a pretty hefty price for not doing anything. <laughs> Certainly nothing wrong. Uh, not being commended like the Parkland kids were for their activism. Hey, how cool is it that these young people, these clean cut, wonderful young people are taking such an active role in society. Isn't that wonderful? These brilliant young children that are growing up to be the leaders of tomorrow. No, no, not for these kids. Not since they wore mega hats. Uh, Just the absolute hatred that spills out of people just uh, discussing them. It, it's so bad that they had to cancel school today. Today, they, they were supposed to be back in class because yesterday was Martin Luther King Jr. Day, obviously. And uh, they had to cancel because there were so many death threats to these kids. People who were going to blow up the school. Uh, people who were going to do a school shooting there. I mean, uh, unbelievable. Uh, there was a journalist from digital company INE Entertainment that fired their jur- journalist, use that term loosely, after one of the uh, tweets about the kids. This uh, Eric Abris tweeted, uh, we were surprised and upset. Oh, that's this is the company responding to him. While we appreciated his work, it's clear that he's no longer aligned with our company's core values wow. of respect and tolerance. Therefore, as of January 21st, 2019, we've severed ties with Abris. He also writes for the pop culture website Vulture. And here's, here's what he posted about the kids. I don't know what it says about me, but I've truly lost the ability to articulate the hysterical rage, nausea, and heartache this makes me feel. I just want these people to die. Simple as that. Every single one of them and their parents. And that got him fired. Wow. Look at these S-eating grins on all those young faces. Young white slugs' faces. Whoa. Just perverse pleasure at wielding a false dominion they've been taught their whole life was their divine right. Effing die, he wrote in another tweet. Good grief. Uh, keep in mind... The sin was to smile in front of a Native American. That was the accusation. If that's what he was doing, he walked up, supposedly, he walked up, approached this Native American drummer, and smiled at him while looking at him. And for that, this guy wants them to die plus their parents? Well, you know what we got to do now. Gosh. We got to ban smiling. Yeah. Okay. So we got to ban the MAGA hats. Mm. We got to ban smiling. Got a band standing. Got a band being white. Well, that I mean, that's for sure. Yeah, that one. That one was obvious. I'm sorry. Whiteness, I an obvious one. In yeah, there. whiteness absolutely has to go away. I mean, this is just sheer evil, just unadulterated evil from from the left. They're they're so unhinged, just so outrageous, so filled with hatred. It's amazing, but we're we're supposedly we're supposedly the ones 
who are so hateful, who aren't tolerant of anybody. We're not inclusive. Wow. Okay. Uh, so as a result, again, uh, the Covington Kids Catholic School has been uh, canceled for today. They, A couple of the kids actually sat down and recorded a response to everything that's going on just to give people an idea of what they're going through here. Um, here they are talking about the uh, slander, the libel, the the bigotry they faced in the last 48 hours. Right, two, one, kill. Hi, I'm Sam. I'm Grant. And we're here today to talk to you about how the recent negative media controversy has affected us as individuals and our school as a whole. Several media platforms blatantly lied about the events regarding the controversy in D.C. and it has affected us as a community and individuals greatly. There have been many threats um, against our lives, against our parents. Some of these threats include um, that we should all be locked in the school and it should be burnt to the ground, um, the school being bombed, uh, school shooting threats. Um, it's really scary. I know that a lot of people are scared to go to school tomorrow and won't be attending because of what could happen. There have been cops there ever since the incident and I think there will be a lot more tomorrow. A lot of the negativity and the hate surrounding this event comes from people on social media doxing people that were at the event. I myself wasn't even present, but I'm very vocal about defending my school and my peers, and I have been doxxed on three separate occasions. This has led to a tsunami of hateful messages and threats and everything above. I was also doxxed as well as my good friend Grant Neltner in a tweet. Uh, most of these, a lot of these doxxes have been deleted because they realized they were wrong and they don't want to face the backlash for it. Um, a lot of people's parents were also doxxed. Their work was called. Uh, I mean, this could like greatly affect their job. They could be fired. Like, there are real consequences for these actions, and it all spews from a 30-second clip taken out of a two-hour video out of context, and people jump into conclusions before the before the full story is released. Nobody did their research, and it's now showing. It's amazing, and to to give the addresses and. Uh, locations of these kids do you not know how dangerous that is? well they do they know how dangerous it is they don't care in fact I, I think they're hoping something happens to them why else would you post their addresses on the internet where all kinds of psychos and child molesters can have access to it you want something to happen and you know you got to be you got to be held accountable if something does happen to these kids Joe Rogan had um, somebody on yesterday who talked about uh, just how bad this situation is and where our society is headed. Yeah, this is Barry Weiss, uh, opinion writer for the New York Times. New York Times. Mm -hmm. Get that. Wow. All right, here's Barry Weiss. One of the things that was so horrifying was that people that are supposed to be adults, you know, people with blue check marks on Twitter we're saying things like, this is the face of white patriarchy, the 16-year-old kid. Or what Reza this, Aslan said. Yeah, or this Reza is, Aslan said, have you ever seen a more, more punchable yeah. face? Kathy Griffin was saying, I need names, shame him, dox him. How do these people not understand the implications of that? So what happened over the weekend was that the you know sleuthy detectives on Twitter found a kid who they thought was the kid in the video, wasn't actually the kid. So there's the mm. actual kid who was 
doxxed, the family was harassed, everything that we now know happens in these outrage cycles. But then there was another kid who looked suspiciously like him, who was not him at all, whose family, there was an amazing and heartbreaking Twitter thread about it, whose family was in the middle of a family wedding. And they had to spend their whole weekend fighting off these mobs who were trying to destroy them. And it wasn't even the kid in the video. I mean, that is really horrifying to me, that that's where we are. And the fact that adults who should know better are fomenting this and don't see how thin, like, the ven- like <laughs> it sounds heavy, but, like, the veneer of civilization is. Like, they're taking a pickaxe to it. It's just, I, I just mm. found the whole thing to be terrifying. I don't know how you felt. I feel the same way. Uh, thank you for asking, Barry. Um, pretty amazing. New York Times. A New York Times writer. How is that possible? <laughs> of course, she has been, uh, I was just looking into her background a little bit, and she's a Columbia University graduate. She is conservative. Has to be, because no liberal would say that. No liberal would ever, would ever come to the defense like that uh, of these kids. At least I haven't seen it. Maybe it's happened, and I, I just haven't seen it, but I, I can't imagine it. So she, of course, uh, is roundly hated for her views on Israel and political correctness and Islam, and she's a self-described un- unhinged Zionist. So <laughs> I'm sure nice. nobody's going to listen to what she had to say, but uh, what she had to say was great. Yeah, and just think about that, how thin that veil of our society is. Oh, yeah, she's and then, so right about and that. And we are taking a pick, pickaxe to it, and we're doing it repeatedly with so many things. I thought that was well said. Um, yeah, very. My gosh. We, very. Our society is just hanging by a thread, man. Uh, speaking of which, just to show you how unhinged we are, do we have the couple that's, uh, <laughs> you know, we've got people changing their gender. Yeah. We've got people pretending to be black who are actually white. <laughs> uh, Rachel Dolezal is is one example. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other kid, King. It's Sean King. Uh, Sean King. Oh, boy. <laughs> he was uh, he was the head of a local NAACP chapter. Oh, she was too. Yeah, and, yeah, and so yeah. is she. <laughs> and this and and Sean White continues to pretend he's black. <laughs> wait, wait, that, that's funny. You just said bizarre. You mistakenly said Sean White continues. Oh, Sean. To- yeah. <laughs> that's what he should change his name. Yes, to. he should because he is. <laughs> he's white. Uh, Sean King continues to perpetrate that scam that he's a black guy. He's a black activist. Yeah, I'm a I'm a Black Panther. Yeah, you're you're as Black Panther as I am, Sean King. It's pathetic. Anyway, <laughs> uh, this couple is white, <laughs> but they're becoming black. They are definitely becoming black. It's not we got enough in Germany to pretend. As a light-skinned blonde girl making mm-hmm. headlines around the world when she had injections to change the color of her skin. Over oh, the past two years, oh, Martina good. Big has radically altered her appearance in order to become a black woman. And this morning has followed every step of her controversial story. Great. When I was younger, I admired the curves of Pamela Anderson. Uh-huh. My next step is going to pump up my lips also. My eye color has oh. changed. My eyebrow color has changed, and I can feel in myself that I'm changing to a black woman. Um, I like the curves of black women, and I want to um, get them step by step. Mm -hmm. 
Well, Martina is here now All alongside right. her new husband, mm. Michael. And good morning to both of you. Thank you for good joining morning, us here today. So, I mean, you look at the, the difference <laughs> there. I mean, we have been following your story and you were you were never comfortable oh, wow. with your natural appearance. <laughs> no, the one you were born was, with. Um, it's unreal. I like my natural blonde beauty, but also it's like tuning um, the, um, if boys get a new car, they start tuning and then they say, oh, it's a nice result. Let's find a matching piece. And then it's going to be more and more. And in, if you see the, the car they got and yeah. they have now. So it's, it's a work totally in progress. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Wow, that mm. is amazing. That is something else right there. I That's didn't even know is. that was possible, that you could have uh, injections like that to change this color, the color of your skin. Now, we all know, supposedly, that Michael Jackson was bleaching his skin. Well, he always really? claimed it no. was. That he was always natural. he always claimed it was. Uh, uh, is it vitiligo or something that? Um, anyway, he, it was some disease that changes the pigment of your skin. But these guys are doing it on purpose. Mm -hmm. By the way, if you are listening on radio, you'd like to follow along with those uh, interesting uh, uh, images. Um, right now, uh, I am in the process of tweeting them out um, at Pat Unleashed. So be sure to check that. Is it okay that I have access to your Twitter account right now? Uh, Pat Unleashed? Yeah. Do I have, do I have a choice? I mean, uh -huh. I can log out later. It'd be the right, right thing to do. Uh -huh. It's just uh -huh. somehow I hacked into it. Uh, the notorious Martina Big. <laughs> That's her name? That's her name, Martina Big. <laughs> Martina Big? I think we know where the big comes from. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hmm? So he's not, I mean, his transformation doesn't seem as successful I as think, hers. I think he started so late. I think he, Did he got on board a little after okay. the fact. So know. he's like, all right, well, you can become a black woman, but I'm not going to do it. And then he changed his mind when he saw how great it was, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Something. They found wait a minute. Other. I want to I do that, too. Mm -hmm. Can I do that, too? <laughs> we'll be he's, a black couple. He's already started dressing like it, though. Uh, that's great. Look at that. Look at that African garb he's got on. Wait a minute. Looks Is there a, a certain way that people dress? I don't think so. Wait a minute. Is that culture appropriation by this guy? By just wearing that um, comfortable gown thingy? I I don't know. We'll have to look into that. We'll have to ask, uh, you know, the powers that be, if that's okay. It, it seems hateful. Until his skin reaches a certain hue, he's not allowed to dress like that. Okay. And then artificially getting to that hue, is that okay? Well, we got some real issues. I think we've... Notice that uh, on a few occasions that we have some real issues in our society and our it's, civilization. It's, it's fun living on this planet, is it not? Oh, man. Mm, each day is just something else that's just, what's the word I'm looking for? Awesome. The forecast calls uh, for brimstone uh, to be showering down okay. on this particular on this particular planet later on today. I'm glad that's, we're getting that's a, forecast. a new roof on the building <laughs> just in time. <laughs> I'm not sure that's going to help. No? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Let me tell you about something that will, though. It's uh, Riduzone. R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E. Riduzone.com is where you can get this product. If you're looking to lose weight, maybe that's your New Year's resolution. And if you're like me, you've already broken it. Um, but this was launched by a local company that produced a metabolite of olive oil and created a patented product that helps you control your appetite and lose weight. It's a, it's a huge help when you lose the weight to help keep it off as well because the first thing you you want to do after you you know diet for a year or two or whatever it takes is to go back to your old eating habits plus a six-year study just showed that when you lose weight your body actually thinks something bad happened to you 
And so your body does everything it can to help you gain the weight back. Bless its heart. Uh, Riduzone contains, though, a patented ingredient. It's the OEA, the molecule in olive oil that's been shown to boost metabolism, help reduce your appetite, and even burn fat. So go to Riduzone.com and enter the promo code PAT when you check out. Riduzone.com, promo code PAT. You'll get 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com, promo code PAT, to take 30% off a three-month supply. Pat Gray, Unleashed. So, the uh, NFL ratings are up for the championship games this year. A pair of overtime games certainly helped, I'm sure. Uh, But the ratings on both CBS and Fox were pretty big. Primetime coverage, especially of the AFC Championship between New England and Kansas City, uh, averaged about 54 million viewers. Wow. Yeah, it felt like the entire planet was watching. Did. Because, you know, the Twitter was lit up and uh, everyone was... And the games were just so good. Yeah. They were so good. It's a shame that, you know, terrible rules in one game and mm-hmm. lack of enforcement of rules in the other game ruined both of them, really. Uh, most watched conference title game in five years, up 27% uh, from last year. Wow, that's a lot. So there were 42.3 average, uh, 42.3 million last year, 54 million this year. Yeah, let's see. I remember the Eagles, what, they blew out the Vikings, and who did the Patriots Well, beat? blew out on the last play of the game. No, 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 no. No, the the, pay, the Eagles blew out the. Oh, Vikings. that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, you're, th- you're thinking about the Saints. The, uh-huh. the Vikings, Sa- yes, but, the week uh, before. I can't remember the Patriots game, but I'm sure they won. Uh, oh, oh, it was the Jaguars. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a good game. That Jaguars good were game. winning, I think, in the fourth quarter. Of that yeah, game. yeah. Uh, the earlier game on Fox, 26-23 overtime win for for the Rams over the Saints in the NFC Championship game, averaged 44 million. So not. Yeah. Not quite as much as the uh, AFC game, but still, uh, both of them did did really well. And, uh, you know, of course, the brilliance of Tony Romo on that broadcast on CBS helped, I think. So good. That guy is just uncanny. And people wrote some <laughs> pretty funny <laughs> tweets afterwards uh, because... He, there were, I don't know, five or six plays, especially toward the end of the game. He called almost every play uh, exactly right before it happened. It got to the point where Jim Nance called him uh, Romostradamus. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. I mean, seriously, he would be such a great coach. It's so obvious. Yeah. And, and, and even if he would be just a coordinator, offensive coordinator, I think he could be a defensive coordinator because he knows what they're going to do, too. He does. And uh, But I, I'm mm-hmm. selfish. I want him to stay on TV. Yeah. Uh, at three, with three minutes and 50 seconds remaining in regulation, Patriots were trailing 21-17, had a fourth and inches at the Kansas City 10. Uh, and Brady is known for uh, being a very good quarterback sneaker. He, he's done it, I don't know, a hundred times or something. And Rex Burkhead had been stuffed on a fourth and one earlier in the game. So that seemed to be, quarterback sneak seemed to be what everybody thought was going to happen. Then Romo noticed... Brady changing the play at the line, and he said, oh, they're killing it. Usually means a motion and a run out wide to the right, which is exactly what happened. 
Uh, so with 54 fun. seconds left in the quarter, Patriots trailed 28-24, had third and five at the Kansas City 29. Romo said, I got to put Gronkowski out wide. He's your guy when it's one-on-one. They finally got him. There he is. Brady threw a 25-yard pass to Gronkowski. That's so good. It's so good. In overtime, it's third and nine. Uh, Patriots had the ball, their own 35. Romo says, they got to block the front. If Gronk's not outside, you got to chip with him. Chip with him. (laughs) And throw to Edelman over the middle of the field. Brady then hit... Edelman over the middle of the field for a 20-yard gain. It is eerie, man. I love it so much. Then the Patriots had the ball at the Chiefs' 30-yard line, third and 10. Romo says, Gronk is out wide. Watch the top of the screen. Watch the safety. If he comes down, there's a good chance Brady is throwing out there. Brady and Gronkowski uh, connected for a crucial 15-yard play and a first down. On second and two, second and goal at the two, uh, Romo said, New England tried the play action earlier. I can't see it here. This has to be a run. It was a run. <laughs> and Rex Burkhead scored on the next, on that particular play. So then Bryce Harper, who plays baseball, obviously he's a superstar in baseball, <laughs> he tweeted out, confirmed, I just called Tony Romo to see where I'm going to play next year. <laughs> Len Casper tweeted, I think Tony Romo just predicted correctly. Maybe the final 30 plays of the game. <laughs> My God, that was an all-timer from the booth. So good. So true. Uh, another tweet here from uh, David Gardner. If Tony Romo ever tells you tomorrow's your last day on earth, you best get your affairs in order. <laughs> you better write a will. <laughs> uh, then this tweet. <clears throat> There's a really good chance Tony Romo knows what's in the Mueller report. Yeah. Uh, from <clears throat> Faisal. I was going to watch True Detective, but Tony Romo just told me what happens. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and from Mike Wise. I mean, Tony Romo may be the most prescient on-the-money analyst ever. We constantly kill everyone and their mom in my industry behind a microphone in a booth, and it's time we actually salute a guy who's as good as they come and as good as there ever was. Mm -hmm. Please, Tony Romo, narrate my life and tell me everything that's about to happen to me. (laughs) Right. It's really, really amazing. Oh, my goodness. Uh, It's it's an experience. It really is. It is. I mean, the guy understands football so well. That this is the perfect job for him post post quarterbacking. Yeah, and um, you know, I'm a, I'm an NFL junkie, and so I keep the Sunday ticket on, right? You know, and it just they jump around the, the red zone channel, they jump around uh, to mm-hmm. different games, and I find myself wanting to just flip over to Romo's game, no matter what. Get the other ones that yeah. are hopping around. I don't care if there's action happening in these other games. I guess you just want to listen to Tony Romo's analysis and predictions, man. It's so good. We've talked about before that uh, that Jason Witten tries to be like Tony Romo, I think. I, I think he desperately wants to be like his friend, and he's just not. No. And so it doesn't quite work as well. Yeah, that's because he seems like a yeah, really nice yeah, guy. He seems like a great guy, and I really like him. It just doesn't, I don't know what it is. It doesn't work. He's trying too hard, I think. Yeah. He's trying too hard. Yeah. Um, interesting, though, that uh, the fallout from the uh, controversial call at the end of the uh, Saints-Rams game, um, that's uh, <clears throat> that's led to some interesting uh, happenings right now. 
there's a petition. The goal was five hundred thousand that they that they just replay the game uh, from that point or what have you. Anyway, it's already blown past the five hundred thousand mark. Now they're going for a million. And you think, all right, I got it. You know, you're upset, and and you should be. Saints fans should be absolutely outraged. Uh huh. But there's actually uh-huh. a rule, the, an obscure that NFL they could rule go by. That they could. Yeah, Roger Goodell <laughs> has the ability to reverse the outcome, <clears throat> but I mean, there's no way he's going to do it. That would be. I mean, he can't stand up for obvious stuff. He's certainly, <laughs> you know, like kneeling and everything. He's not going to inject himself into this. He's just enjoying his twenty million year in that jet that Jeffy no, should be on. He's over forty million. I'm forty million. Yeah, yeah. Jeffy needs that job though. But but good. here's what Rule Seventeen, Section mm-hmm. Two, Article One says: the commissioner has the sole authority to investigate and take appropriate disciplinary and or corrective measures if any club action, non-participant interference, or calamity occurs in an NFL game which the commissioner deems so extraordinarily unfair or outside the accepted tactics encountered in professional football that such action has a major effect on the result of the game. Well, that certainly qualifies because Saints would have had the ball at what, the 10-yard line? First and goal? Yeah, right down there. Yeah, well, then they would have just run out the clock. If the NFL decided that this qualified for the above, and it sounds like it does, uh, the rule book could change history. The commissioner's powers under this section two include the reversal of a game's results. Wow. Or rescheduling the game either from the beginning or from the point at which the extraordinary act occurred. That is some power right there. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think it's ever been acted upon, uh, but it would be great. Yeah. And so then the thought is they would just Take Pick the ball up. down there. Yeah. The Saints would and see milk the clock and kick a shorter field goal than they ended up <clears throat> than than what they ended up kicking. Uh, they, anyhow, you um, imagine that though. I mean, you're going to have both teams get back together in New Orleans. One of the teams already going, they think, to the Super Bowl. And then, so when would you you'd, you'd have to play it this weekend? Yeah, you'd have to, I guess, sell tickets. Oh, sell tickets. That wouldn't be a problem. Can you imagine having a ticket stub to the makeup game? Be great. Or just use your old one, however. You know, they, they, sure, There's sure. just no way they'd ever do but, this, but, right? But it's too bad. As ridiculous as this sounds, and as I'm reading the story, I'm like, come on, that's never going to happen. I don't know anymore. It's 2019. Mm-hmm. It's crazier in 2018. 2018 was crazier the year before that. Nothing makes sense. <laughs> so it's this true. would totally be par for the course for the world right now. <laughs> and it does kind of make sense to, to make it fair and actually... You know, see what would have happened if had the right call been made. But again, you know, that's that's fantasy land. That's like the plane is coming in and Tattoo is yelling, The plane, boss! The plane! Welcome our guest, Tattoo. Um, it's Pat, fantasy island. Pat, it's not going to happen. Um, Donald Trump um, mm-hmm. is the president of the yeah, United States. Yeah, I know. States. I know. I just want to point out the Chicago I Cubs know. won the World Series. Um, but strange things do happen. Replaying that game would be a good thing, and good things aren't part of this equation in 2019. You know, <laughs> the good things and, don't happen like that. But there's no risk uh, to LA. It's not like LA is going to burn to the ground and riot. They get like 12 no. or 13 people showing up to a yeah, they team don't that's care. really good. Jeez. And so I don't know that they even know they have a football team. Two football teams in LA right now. The Rams are a little embarrassed that when the Cowboys come to town, mm-hmm. they outnumber the Rams fans by mm-hmm. about three to one. Yeah, that was in this stadium. Oh, that that sounds like Atlanta when I was it's a kid growing up. It's like I would only get 
the road games for the Falcons on the local TV. The other yeah. the other games would be blacked out at home because mm-hmm. they would never sell out. But when the Cowboys were on the schedule, I knew they would sell out and that game would be on because the Cowboys fans would show up where the Interestingly, Falcons fans don't exist. When the Cowboys play here, uh, sometimes, depending on the team, like if it's the Bears or the Packers, you can get a pretty good mix uh, between the two fan bases. Yeah, uh, especially for the Packers in Dallas. I, something about the I, Packers. I think there's been so much movement of, of yeah, Americans people. in the years that maybe cities are just you know yeah. loyalties are so different now. All right, uh, let me tell you about our sponsor for this portion of Pat Grant Leashed Home Title Lock, Home Title Fraud. It's a huge problem and getting bigger every day, and it's because all of our titles are are stored online, and uh, any thief with know how can download your home's title, forge your name off it, and transfer it. Then what they do is take out a massive loan using your equity and stick you with the payments. And you don't know anything about this until the bank notices start pouring in. So, you know, I already have identity theft uh, protection, but that doesn't cover this type of fraud. So if you own a home or rental properties, this is a really good thing to do for your peace of mind. Get home title lock for pennies a day. Home title lock will put a virtual barrier around your home's title and anytime they detect anything sinister going on, they get on it and shut it down. It's HomeTitleLock.com. Sign up now. Get a free title scan and report. That's a $100 value. You get, the, get that for free. Visit HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Welcome. 888 900 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Jeez. <laughs> uh, is President Trump going to go to amnesty now? Is that what we're going to have to give up for the wall Sounds or the like fence? Or Sounds like it. Whether it's chain link or, you know, the double fencing or snow fence. Snow fence. <laughs> uh, little retainer wall, maybe. Uh, who knows what's good? It just seems like. The cracks are starting, and they're going to get bigger, and then pretty soon it's just going to the dam is going to break, and and we're going to lose this thing. I mean, that's just what it looks like. It may not turn out that way. I don't know. President Trump is suggesting though there could be a quote bigger deal unquote on immigration than the one he offered on Saturday that would include an amnesty for illegal aliens in the United States. Saturday afternoon, he gave the address to the nation. We played that yesterday. If they'd let him build 230 miles of see-through steel barrier along the 2,000-mile border, he would agree to three years of provisional status for illegal aliens who were brought into the U.S. as minors by their parents and uh, extend temporary protected status for another three years to 300,000 aliens. Then he also said, and by the way, we won't make really any effort to deport the other 11 million, which is a ridiculous figure because we've been saying 11 million for at least 15 years. At least. The figure is at least... 20 million now and it's probably closer to 30 million in reality you don't you don't think that just people have stopped crossing the border illegally it's just been a static <laughs> no, number it's just held firm i don't and, and i know that's going way out on a limb and, and nobody has died or anything it's uh, just been right a static number you just yeah it stayed this exactly the same mm-hmm. so 
uh, now he, he has revealed that the, he has no plan to build a wall along the 2,000 miles. Instead, he only intends to build another 230 miles of see-through steel barrier in high-priority locations. Now, that's not what we were promised. That, that is, it's not what he said during the campaign. He indicated he believes much of the border has always been protected by water and mountains. It's, it's protected by water? Uh, have you ever seen what happens across the water? They take a boat across. They wade across. They swim across. It's not protected by water. I mean, the Rio Grande, through most of it, it's like mud. It's not a, it's not a challenging river to cross. It's not grand. No. It's not like you're crossing the Mississippi at its widest area where it looks like it's a, a lake. To physically secure our border, the plan includes $5.7 billion for a strategic deployment of physical barriers or a wall, he said. This is not a 2,000-mile concrete structure from sea to sea. These are steel barriers in high-priority locations. I, I, <laughs> that's not a... F- that's not what we're talking about. It's not what we were talking about. Much of the border is already protected by natural barriers such as mountains and water. <laughs> This is what we've been told for how long? For how long? It's like, okay, no, nobody from south of the border can cross on water or go over a mountain. (laughs) Come on. Can we use our noodles here? We already have many miles of barrier, including 115 miles that we're currently building or under contract. It will be done quickly, he said. Our request will add another 230 miles this year in the areas our border agents most urgently need. It will have an unbelievable impact. Here's the bottom line. Um, Pat will not, not be happen. eating his underwear no, that's in relation clear. to the border wall anytime pretty, soon. Pretty clear. Mm-hmm. When uh, Obama claimed, the fence is uh, essentially built. Yeah, he, it was 5% built. 5%. It's essentially done. Essentially. Okay. 5% equals essentially. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so now, uh, it looks to me like we're caving again. We're, we're just caving again. <laughs> As Rob down the hall uh, mentions in my ear, um, uh, in terms of overall, uh, <laughs> it's essentially built. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't forget that line. No, in no, terms no. of overall. <laughs> It's essentially built. <laughs> so uh, that's great. And, you know, for the Democrats to take this stand, the stand that they have, uh, it, it's inconceivable, really, because they used to be in favor of border security. They used to be in favor of stopping illegal immigration. I don't know that there's a single person uh, in a serious person who is against immigration completely, like legal or not everybody just wants to see people come here legally and but in the meantime uh the democrats have completely flipped on everything they've ever believed uh the big big story right now about kirsten gillibrand from new york who used to be pretty reasonable about immigration she was in favor of border security she was against illegal immigration. Now she says, oh, uh, those weren't uh, sympathetic uh, viewpoints. So now she's completely opposed 
to stopping anybody from coming here for any reason. Legally or not, apparently. I mean, Joe Biden and his border situation. When H.W. Bush uh, cut back the numbers of border agents who were protecting our southern border, Joe Biden took exception to that back in 90 or 91. We disagree with the president's decision to cut back on our previous commitment uh-huh. to protect against uh, drugs coming across the border. Really? To cut the customs service, the Coast Guard, and the Border mm. Patrol. Mm-hmm. We think we should do more to stem the flow of drugs across our borders. What? And we think we should go one step what? further. What? Let's go after the drug lords where they live. Oh, my. With an international strike force. There must be no safe haven for these narco-terrorists, and they must know it. How about that? <laughs> He's talking about a military strike mm-hmm. against the drug cartels. <laughs> uh, what happened to these people? What happened? Seriously. The only thing that happened to them is now they see these everybody crossing the border as a potential vote. That's what they see. And that's why they've completely changed their stance on this. There's no other reason for it. What, is the border better than it was back then? No, it's 10 times worse. Oh, it's crazy. And uh, I, it's, it, it's despicable. It's painful to watch it this play out. It's despicable to watch it, too. Yep. Uh, listen to Kirsten Gillibrand <laughs> and what she had to say uh, about immigration in the past and where she is now. You said uh, Trump's immigration positions are racist. That's, a, that's the word you use, racist. Now, as you know, uh, you were more conservative early on in your career on immigration. CNN's K-Files out with a new report this week on your 2008 campaign website and a mailer sent from your congressional office back then, a long time ago, but still in your, in your public life. Uh, take a look. Not all you said that long you were ago. a, quote, firm opponent of giving, quote, amnesty to illegal aliens, unquote. You said English should be, quote, the official language of the United States. You called for expediting <laughs> deportation of undocumented immigrants. Uh, uh-huh. Now, I know you have very different positions today, but let me ask yeah. you, if Trump's immigration positions are racist, were they racist when you held some of those positions Thank as well? Thank you! Thank you. They certainly weren't empathetic, and they were not kind. Were they, and that's not the question. I did not think about suffering in other people's lives. Oh, and good gosh. one thing I did 10 years ago wow. when I became senator and was going to represent 20 million people across our mm-hmm. state, I recognized that a lot of places in my state were different, and I needed to understand what those constituents needed, too. And so I took the time. I went down uh, to Brooklyn. I met with Nidia Velasquez, who's been a leader in fighting for families for a long time. And I listened. Mm. And I realized that things I had said were wrong. I was Mm. not caring about others. I was not fighting for Mm -hmm. other people's kids the same way I was fighting for my own. And I was wrong to to feel that way. And so I just said, I'm not not going to stand by and do nothing for families that are suffering in my state and in my communities. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Who in your communities uh, is in favor of illegal immigration? Because all the legal immigrants here Virtually all of them that I've ever talked to or had any interaction with, they're against it too. They're against illegals coming here. They did it the right way, and they resent like hell the people who come here illegally. Yeah. You know, the other thing that this shows, (laughs) Uh, all of these old Democrat clips that you're playing, um, it shows that um, politicians are in Washington so long that that their mm -hmm. own words come back to bite them. Yeah. Um, of course, in this case, it wasn't that long ago that they actually held these opinions. I don't know. In the case of Chuck Schumer, a year ago. But um, it, it shows you there's multiple problems here. 
that um, whichever the way the wind is blowing. And oh, by the way, I've been here and overstayed my welcome in D.C. Yeah, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. When you can debate yourself, you've been there too long. Yeah. <laughs> and they all do. They all debate themselves on this particular issue. On immigration, they've they've all been down that road. They, they were all for, all of them virtually, were for securing the border and doing something about illegal immigration. Now, not at all. They don't want any of it. And they need to be pushed a little bit harder by people like Jake Tapper. I mean, can you imagine, though, if Trump does go the way of amnesty? Uh, even if he gets some sort of wall that doesn't even sound like he cares about anymore. Uh, it's, the fallout from this, if the great savior for the right mm. caves on this, mm-hmm. uh, the Republican Party, I mean, you, it's you, over. you've already hitched your, your saddle here on, on this horse. You've already put that boy. That was a mixed metaphor. Anyhow, if you've already put all of your eggs in the Trump basket and he fails you, what's mm. what's 2020 and beyond going to look like for the Republican Party if it's even around anymore? Well, hardcore Trump supporters said that this was the make or break issue. If mm. if he broke with his promises on immigration, then they were going to be done with him. Uh, we'll see if that happens. Because done, done with him enough to get a challenge in 2020, do you think? I don't know. I doubt it. But he he did tweet out, uh, no, amnesty is not part of my offer. It is a three-year extension of DACA. Listen to this, though. The next line is really troubling. He brings up. Amnesty will be used only on a much bigger deal, <laughs> whether on immigration or something else. What? <laughs> so... So you are considering amnesty. Yes. Amnesty will be used, he says, Uh, on a much bigger deal. Okay. Well, so the apologists for Donald Trump, what do you have to say about that? (laughs) We've tried to call it as we see it with this president Mm -hmm. and give him the credit where it's due. But I will also give the criticism where it's due. And my gosh. Is criticism deserved on this? He has just said amnesty will be used (laughs) to negotiate some bigger deal. Whether on immigration or something else. I'm sorry. No. No, there can't be amnesty. There can't. But he just said there there would be. That hurts. I I don't know. It's, I mean, it's agonizing. One loss after another on big issues. Yep. Uh, it's nice to see individuals who see a problem and, and have the courage to really take a stand and affect some change. Victoria Hurst is one of these people. She's single-handedly taking on media giant Cosmopolitan Magazine, even though it's her family's corporation, the Hearst Corporation, that publishes Cosmopolitan Magazine. But she believes that Cosmo contains pornography that's harmful to kids. Uh, and as an example, uh, we can talk about well, Cosmo talks about the five stellar sex positions. If it's your partner's first time, but not yours. Hmm. Huh. Wow. That's. Well, then. What a great article. Okay. <laughs> so it goes on to describe in, in uh, really nice detail um, how you accomplish these things. So I would say Victoria Hurst cause is a pretty good one. Uh, she's not trying to eliminate even stuff like this. From the magazine. She's not trying to censor it. She, you know, she's, they got their First Amendment rights. 
Just don't sell that garbage to kids. So if you're under 18, you shouldn't be able to buy it. That's it. She just wants the state's material harmful to minor laws to be applied to Cosmo like it is other forms of pornography. And then, you know, the kids are protected. So if you'd like to learn more or help out, go to CosmoHurtsKids.com. Let's take a stand against pornography being sold to anybody under 18. Visit CosmoHurtsKids.com. That's CosmoHurtsKids.com. Then there's AP, the Associated Press, fact-checking virtually everything President Trump has ever said. That's so kind of them to do, just to make sure that you know they're that he's uh, completely factual. Because I'm sure they did this on a regular basis with Barack Obama. There's just no question in my mind that, in the interest of fairness, they they probably have done this with every president. Uh, but they go through on almost everything, Russia. And they talk about what Trump said. Remember, it was BuzzFeed that released the totally discredited dossier paid for by crooked Hillary Clinton and the Democrats on which the entire Russian probe is based. The facts, according to AP, Trump's claim that special counsel Robert Mueller's Russia probe is based on a discredited dossier is false. The FBI's investigation actually began months before it received a dossier of anti-Trump research financed by the Democratic Party and Hillary Clinton's campaign. Then they're kind enough to fact check his uh, climate change uh, facts. He said large parts of the country are suffering from tremendous amounts of snow and near record setting cold. Amazing how big this system is. Wouldn't be bad to have a little of that good old fashioned global warming right now. Now that's just that's just an amusing observation about a cold snap, mm-hmm. and it, it it would be nice if there were global warming here. Because it's too cold. Do they really do you make that uh, make that out to be a factual statement that he's really disputing uh, that uh, or saying that because it's cold, climate change can't exist? No, that's not what he's saying. But they that's what they make it into. The facts. Trump is suggesting, as he has done before, that global warming can't exist if it's cold outside. No, he's not saying that. But he is conflating weather and climate. Yeah, like the other side never does that. They do it every single, every single heat wave. And they even do it on cold snaps. The polar vortex is caused by global warming. (laughs) Weather is like mood, which changes daily. Climate is like personality, which is long term. Yeah, remind yourself of that AP during the summer months. (laughs) Would you please? It's just, uh, it's amazing. And on and on it goes about the shutdown. They dispute everything he says about that. Uh, They dispute him on immigration, of course, on crime statistics. Uh, They go through virtually everything he has ever said. Too bad they don't treat Al Gore the same way. Uh, And Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, for that matter. She just said that... um, Climate change is our World War II. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, I gotta hear mm. this. Here she is, so that you can hear. And I think that the part of it that is generational is that 
millennials and people and you know Gen Z and all these folks that come after us are looking up and we're like the world is going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change is and your biggest like? issue mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. your your mm-hmm. biggest issue is Mm. How are we going to pay for it? And yeah. like, yeah. this is like, the war. This is our World War Two. And like, and and like, in twelve years, it's like it's not going to be too rad. It, it's like, please, uh, please go back to the the valley or from wherever you came because I just can't take this for another two years. I can't do it. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a do it. little longer than two years yeah, sure she's is. from the Bronx. Um, That's for sure. So we have ourselves, it's our World War Two. It's uh, our, our war on weather. Yeah, we got mm-hmm. to get deep, deeper into this. Wow. That's, because uh, uh, Al Gore has done that same thing over and over and over and over and over again. And uh, we've gone past his 10 or 12 years <laughs> multiple times and we're still here. Uh, 888-933-93. More of this and much more coming up on Pat Gray Unleashed. From the mean streets of Helena, it's Pat Gray Unleashed. 888-933-93. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, a uh, survey was done by the World Economic Forum about many different opinions that people of the entire planet have. So they surveyed um, Southeast Asia, Africa, Western Europe, North America. So people all over the world uh, were, were surveyed. A total of 10,000 people in every region. So they found out some fairly interesting things about immigration and uh, whether or not people like immigrants. And I'm sure they didn't say, well, what about illegal immigrants? No, it was immigrants. <laughs> so when you lump it in like that, well, of course people are fine with immigrants. They want them to come legally, however. Could we could we differentiate between legal and illegal? They won't, though. They, they just won't do it. But the most fascinating thing I saw in this poll was that across the world, People have, according to this article, trust in climate scientists. (laughs) 54% of people surveyed in in the world trust the climate scientists. So they believe what they're saying. I give up. But in North America? Okay. 17%. Okay. (laughs) And I'm back off the road. 17%. So, yes, back off the ledge ever so slightly. We don't need to jump yet. 17% of North Americans buy in to the climate bullcrap. Well, that's North Americans, huh? Thank so that's, you. That's yeah, that includes Canada. Canadian well, in Mexico. socialists, too. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay. Well, good, good. Thank you. Because mm-hmm. we... We believe our eyes and our ears and our senses. We can feel it. It's about the same as it's ever been. Sometimes it's really hot. And sometimes it's really cold. We just had a very cold weekend in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I think on Saturday, it didn't get out of the low 30s, did it? Yeah, don't. Okay, it sounds like you're going down the road. Of weather, not climate. Confusing weather and climate, (laughs) Pat. (laughs) But we know that 
this happens. We it, it goes in cycles. It's going to warm up a little bit. It's going to cool down a little bit. Whatever. It's, there's going to be floods. There's going to be hurricanes. There are going to be tornadoes. There's going to be famine. There's going to be plenty. It, there are cycles on this planet. You can't get away from it. Um, but Ocasio-Cortez says that within 12 years, the world ends. Yes. If we don't do something about climate change, if we don't... Here's what she said again. Let's let's play this as a, a quick here. reminder. Here's <laughs> and this genius. I think that the part of it that is generational is that... Mm-hmm millennials and Mm. people and you know gen z and all these folks that come after us are looking up and we're like the world is going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change and your biggest issue that's insane is your your biggest issue is how are we going to pay for it and like this is the war this is our world war ii (laughs) if you believe that Okay, then don't ever get on a plane. If you believe as she does, the world will end in 12 years if we don't do something absolutely radical about the climate change nonsense. Then, yeah, if you believe as she does, of course you don't worry about the cost. You spend trillions and trillions of dollars to try to stop it, if it's even possible to stop it. And many of them have told us it's way beyond that. I mean, if worrying about... uh how big our water bottles are, and if we're going to be using uh, plastic and paper straws as the equivalent to uh, World War II, mm-hmm. wow, we sure do have it good. Yeah. I mean, shut up. What a so disgrace. Ridiculous. Hey, she's, she's ridiculous. She is horrible. But, I mean, it's nothing Al Gore hasn't said and done. Uh, he's been called on the carpet a couple of times for some of his, uh, of his predictions. You, after your movie, An Inconvenient Truth, came out, in 2006, you made the following comments as part of your publicity mm-hmm. for the, the movie. You said, unless we took, quote, drastic unless measures, drastic the world measures. would reach a point of no return within 10 years, and you huh. called it a true planetary emergency. Or okay. 11 years later, well, <laughs> weren't you wrong? Well, we have seen uh, well, a decline in emissions for the fir- on a global basis. For the first time, they've stabilized and no. started to decline. So some of the good responses gosh. of the last 10 years... Okay, well then, if that's then we fixed it, right? Yeah, we're good now. Then we fixed it, so we're good. We're we're good. Have helped. Have helped. But, uh, unfortunately, uh, and regrettably, regrettably, a lot of serious damage has serious been done. Damage. Greenland, helped. for example, Greenland. is losing one cubic kilometer of ice every single day. Meanwhile, on the other side of the island, it's gaining uh, ice uh, rapidly. Actually, so uh, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Just about everything they say, you can combat with a with a different stat. Uh, that's the problem with this. And so, but he also the said first this. question I have for you was uh-huh. the prediction that you made in the first film about reaching the point of no return right. in 10 years. That yes. was back in 2006. Mm-hmm. Looking back on that prediction, why did you make the prediction at the time? And are you making a new one right now, given the current circumstances? Well, well first of all, we've seen a lot of all. progress uh, since the first movie sure. came out. We have the Paris. I just used this lie uh, the other day on Chris and I'm going to use it again on you now. Agreement now. <laughs> the cost of renewable energy has come down so quickly that so people are quickly. switching over. Okay, so we switched over to renewable energy so much that uh, we fixed it, right? Yeah. So what's the problem? Shut up then. Shut up.
but no. Unfortunately, some elements of the some Earth system Earth uh, have system. crossed a point of no, no return. return. The, a big chunk of the West Antarctic the ice sheet, for example, for makes example. A, a considerable amount of sea level rise right. uh, inevitable, uh, inevitable. In, in the future. But we but still have the ability we still to stop short of other points of no return. <laughs> as long as, as you pump uh, uh, the huge sums of cash into my bank account, we can perhaps avoid catastrophe. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He just said there are multiple points of multiple no return. Multiple points of no return. So wait, is there a point of no return? Mm-hmm. There's not points of no There's return. There's multiple points of no return. Oh my. That can only be avoided with serious cash going into all of my investments. And we now have and the solutions available, available to really solve this crisis. Solve we need the political it. will. Uh, right. The political will is a renewable resource. <laughs> political will is a renewable resource. That is pithy. Ow. <laughs> I, I mean, it's so agonizing because no matter what you say, no matter what happens in the world, they combat it with a different problem. So you tell them, well, you were completely wrong 10 years ago. Well, that's because I was so right. I was so right that it fixed some of the wrongness, but there's still enough wrongness that I can continue to scream catastrophe. Mm-hmm. Really? Wow. Okay. By well, the way. Uh, uh, yeah. I've got the Al Gore voice uh, box on uh, Pat Gray Bingo. Oh. So okay. uh, I'm not going to tell you what I lack, but I just need... Need one more. Let and me see I've what you have. Pay. No, I'm not going to show see. you. No. I mean, because then you won't do it. Because I, I want to know, we had, uh, is it Ryan? Yeah, Ryan R-Y-H-A-N. Uh-huh. He had a couple of questions there. Uh-huh. I've never seen Ryan spelled with an H before. Well, you have now. Very unique <laughs> in the world. Uh-huh. I've never seen that. Um, so the rules, please clarify or give a suggestion from Ryan. Number one, Pat Pat's Gray reading of tweets doesn't count, even comments. For Pat Gray Bingo. <laughs> okay, yeah. the tweets, right. Right, Because right. that's cheating. Yeah, I mean... Pat talking with a caller doesn't count. No, I think me talking with a caller counts. Okay. Unless the caller is asking about questions concerning the bingo game. Mm-hmm. Like, if uh, he did, if he did have questions uh-huh. concerning the bingo game, mm-hmm. what would you say... In theory, as a response to that, like... I can't say, because I can't answer you, hypotheticals. You had the... Uh, number three, Keith or Jeffy's or any other guests' uh-uh. comments. Well, I, that depends. It depends. I need to see the thing so that I know what would qualify from somebody else and what wouldn't. Uh, number four, Pat doing live reads mm-hmm. or ads. <clears throat> well, I, I can't imagine... I don't, I don't know. Do I mean, look, maybe... Maybe at their next uh, commercial, you should read it like uh, Michael Jackson. Just in, just. just <laughs> <laughs> no, that would count if I did it like Michael yeah, Jackson. Yeah, that's what I'm and, saying. And, and so the, you yes, should. That would count. Okay. Pat's comments on Glenn's show do not count. No, they. I think they do. If you're watching on the Blaze TV, I need the upper left hand corner uh, to get Pat Gray Bingo. Okay, so all the questions. It's really easy. Don't make this harder than it is. Yeah. You fill out your your you get your thing from the Twitter feed or wherever we sent that out. Yeah, from the Twitterverse. I don't know. Lots of people we make different cards. It. Okay, but this is the card that's official. We read yeah. that last week. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Tweet it out again so people know. Okay. So we'll send it out again. You okay with me being your Twitter account at Pat Unleashed? 
Why do you keep asking that when you're always on it? I just want to make sure. I don't sure. even understand what oh, you're yeah. doing oh, here. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, just, I wanted your permission because it's so rare that I tweet for uh-huh. you as we've been discussing on right. Twitter. Pat yeah. does the majority of his tweets. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he's going to tweet this out and you'll see it and you can print it out and then fill it in. So the person who calls first wins with all of the areas filled out in a row. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. But okay. Is there a is there a time limit on this, or can it just no? Go when on it happens and somebody calls, then we go to another game. Okay, it's honor system, I guess. It's okay. pretty easy. Okay, it's pretty easy, everyone. Do you not trust our listeners? I, I do. Absolutely, I trust them implicitly. I trust them so much. Perhaps even with my life, I trust them. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. <laughs> uh, let's see, who do we? Captain fifteen. Yeah. Okay, twelve years left, Alexandria. Uh, Al Gore said something similar about 20 years ago. <laughs> yes, he yes he did. Uh, and then 10 years ago, uh, Mr. Bean's nephew tweets, "I like that AOC makes insane claims and proudly displays her lack of knowledge. Well, she's hot, so no one will care. Never mind. <laughs> really, that is her appeal, right? I, I think you summed up. She's attractive, and that's why people are drawn to her." It's not because she's a socialist. It's not because she is, you know, saying things in a different way. I don't know that people like uh, her policies. She's just, she's attractive. And uh, people like to look at her. So she wins. <laughs> she wins. <laughs> uh, from Sumi, AOC makes Kelly Bundy look like Aristotle. <laughs> That's it. A great comment. I like that. And uh, Orson Welles' fishbowl from AOC. How can this clip not lead to the like such as clip? I need to get my card ready. Yeah. Is there a like such as? I think there is. No, no, I'm saying AOC. That's right. Whenever she talks. Okay. This um, does, it does qualify. All right. So it's a tweet that led to this. I personally believe that U.S. Americans are mm-hmm. unable to do so because, because uh, some, some people, out, people there out there in our nation don't, don't have maps. Have maps. And uh, I believe and that our ed- education, like such as in like such South, as Africa South Africa and uh, the Iraq, the everywhere Iraq. like such as. Everywhere like such as. I believe that they should, they should uh, our education over here, over here in, the US in the U.S. should help the U.S. No, no, the South Africa. It should help the Iraq and, and the Asian The country. Iraq and the Asian countries. So we will countries. be able to build so up our future. Future for, for our children. <laughs> All right, just got the maps box. So you got maps. Blocked out. All right. There's maps. It's still missing bingo, though. DMX DM tweets, the 24-hour podcast, cloudy with a chance of brimstone. Mm-hmm. That's that's exactly what it is. Uh, Shirley Hugest? I just put Pat on uh, my laptop this morning, and I'm hearing a recap and highlights of the weekend NFL playoffs. I'm still waiting for them. Uh, to get them the backgammon standings, oh. or was that at the beginning of the program? Oh, we got to get the backgammon standing updated. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> uh, we should have gone to a backgammon way before the NFL because people are way more Right, interested. don't bury the lead, right? Right. Uh, tall one in OKC. Tony Romo needs to have his own psychic hotline. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's only psychic in football, though. Uh, I think you'll find. So, microaggressing jackal. <laughs> 
I'm betting on a speed bump at the border uh, will be the end result. That's right. Uh, we're going to put a speed bump there, so yeah. it just slows you down a little bit. But can it be one of those really tall ones that are annoying that you yeah. have to really yeah, slow really down for slow in down. neighborhoods and stuff? Go over nice and carefully so it doesn't knock your car out of alignment. By the way, the Super Bowl you know, is going to be in Atlanta this year. It's a pretty big venue. I don't know if you've heard of it in the football championship. Mm-hmm. Well, um, the backgammon championship has returned to uh, uh, Windermere. <clears throat> Windermere? Sure. Uh, like a, it's like a library or something there, uh, in somewhere in the United it's Kingdom. Returned yeah, it's returned to Windermere, so oh, it came good. back around. Yeah, such good. A, they had such a great, you know, week of uh, response pregame to the... festivities mm-hmm. that they just they're like, you know, let's go back to where it was wild and in crazy. In Windermere, Winder- it was very exciting. It was yeah. very exciting. All right, when was the last time you had your ears professionally cleaned? If if that's ever happened, uh, if you have itchy ears or some pain there, or they feel plugged up. Or you're asking people to repeat themselves a lot. If any of these problems sound familiar, or maybe you're having a hard time hearing my voice right now, then go get usewaxrx.com. Go there and uh, buy the WaxRx system, which was developed by physicians, and it's awesome. Safely and effectively removes the buildup. Then it soothes your ears with a pH-conditioned formula, and you can get it without a prescription. No more expensive trips to the doctor. No more wasted time using things that don't work. Try the Wax RX system risk-free today. Go to usewaxrx.com. Use the offer code radio at checkout, and you'll get free shipping. Finally, this is a great solution. It really does work. My family has done this. Jeffy has done this. Almost everybody I know has done this, and they love it. Finally, a real solution for stubborn earwax buildup. Usewaxrx.com. Offer code radio. Beware, Pat Gray is unleashed. 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, uh, where Kara Armstrong tweets, concerning the uh, unhinged response to those Covington Catholic kids, and by the way, they had to close their school today because of safety concerns. Oh, good. Kara uh, tweets, leftists call boys who stood there, just stood there, smiling monsters but don't you dare call an ms-13 gang member an animal that's for sure Mm -hmm. hope those kids parents sue every media outlet and hollywood investigator or instigator for slander and libel that led to death threats to their kids uh from bronco nagurski uh it's amazing that because of tolerant loving leftists high school kids can't even go to school today because they smiled at a guy who was harassing them and MC tweets, uh, we can't expect the left to care about the Covington kids. They have no regard for the sanctity of human life. They think of these kids as trash, worthy of nothing more than a landfill. Yeah, they, I firmly believe they don't care what happens to these kids. Otherwise, they wouldn't be exposing their locations, giving out their addresses, encouraging uh, violence against them. Uh, all right, we were talking about um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's 12 years to the end of the world uh, speech that uh, she was giving. She also talked about wealth being immoral. It's immoral. How America's economic system well, I'll let her explain it. What's immoral about it? Listen it's to this. It's an economic question, but it's also a moral question. Mm. Yeah. It's a, it is the policy translation mm-hmm. of a proposed answer to what kind of society do we want to live in? Mm-hmm. Are we comfortable with a society where someone can 
have a personal helipad while no. this city is experiencing the highest rates of people experiencing homelessness and, mm-hmm. since the Great Depression. Should those two things right. coexist mm-hmm. at the same time? And I think if a they coexist, it have to be at the same rate, time. So, especially when we're starting to talk redundant. about your ten millionth dollar, your ten millionth and one dollar, all of those. Yes, to be clear, it's not a family earning thirty thousand. Right, exactly, right, exactly. Right. It's yes. saying where do yes. we draw the line? Where, where do we draw the line? Excess. Mm-hmm. In excess, you don't. And you don't draw at the line. What it, point do we excess? return to this question that King mm-hmm. asked, that Gandhi asked, that? Is our material technology outpacing our moral technology? Mm-hmm. Is our mm-hmm. is our material sophistication mm-hmm. outpacing mm-hmm. our human sophistication? Oh, wow. And that's a, wow, that's deep, when we deep, allow deep, things to just run deep. by default, mm-hmm. uh, when, mm-hmm. you know, it, you know, if, this is where we get to. We get yeah. to where six people in the six, United States mm-hmm. have more wealth than you know half the country, if not more, mm-hmm. and. Oh. Uh, and so I think that's, that, that's that when we talk stat, about marginal Britain. tax rates, seventy percent, we have stat. to say at some point we need to start incentivizing mm-hmm. investment in actual people, mm-hmm. in yeah. working people, and the majority of people. Right. And that maybe just yay! Thank you, Thank you, idea of idealizing Thanks. this the outcome of maybe one day you too can be uh-huh. a billionaire mm. and own more than millions of families combined is oh, not an aspirational no. or good not, thing. Not a good thing. Not. So, you can't aspire to be a billionaire. That's immoral. Wow. I don't care what you do with the money once you get it. It's yeah, I, immoral. I to personalize this, but no, personalize it. Do please. you think it is moral for individuals moral. To, to, for instance, uh huh? Do we live in a moral world that allows for billionaires? No. Is that a moral outcome no. in and of itself? No. It's not. No, it's not. Um, it's not. No. And it's not. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. It's important to say. I don't think it's not. It, that uh-huh. necessarily means that all billionaires are immoral. It is right. not to say that uh-huh. someone like Bill Gates, for example, or Warren right. Buffett are, are immoral people. No, because they're leftists. But I they're leftists, so that's fine. Right. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying that because I want their money. That allows <laughs> don't get me wrong. To exist, <laughs> right? When right. It shouldn't exist. There are parts of Alabama where where people are still getting ringworm because they don't have access They're to public still health. Getting ringworm. Wrong. Yeah. 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 And, and I think it's yeah. It's wrong. That, yeah. Let's hear it for ringworm. That a vast majority of the country yeah. does not make a living ra- wage. I think right. it's wrong the vast that majority you can work a hundred hours and does not make a living wage. You idiot. It's wrong that. Oh, good uh, gosh. I can't take it anymore. Corporations right. like Walmart. Stop. That's can... enough. Oh, good. Oh, my gosh. How long do we have to put up with this communist rhetoric from this 29-year-old idiot, from this absolute communist moron? Dangerous, man. Wow, is this dangerous stuff. It's unbelievable. It's immoral to aspire to be wealthy or a billionaire. That's anti-American. I mean, you can't have a society where they coexist, morality and... Well, uh, when they coexist, but they can coexist, but not at the same time, if if you will. I don't want them to coexist at the same time. Uh-huh. If they coexist, that's fine, uh-huh. but they just can't coexist at the same time. You know what I mean? 
No, you don't, because it doesn't make any sense. Because she's a moron. She's a winner. She's a freaking moron. A dangerous moron. Good golly. I, oh, but not Bill Gates or Warren Buffett. Yeah. Oh, I forgot not, about Not that. them. I forgot about Bill Gates and Warren Buffett. I don't mean to call them immoral, because they're wonderful leftists. <laughs> In fact, they're giving away a lot of their wealth. Yeah. Why would that be wrong? To, to be a billionaire or aspire to be a billionaire where you employ... Tens of thousands of people. When Gates went public with Microsoft, he created 11 million millionaires. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that, come on. Say that one more time, please. When Gates, 11 million millionaires were created by Microsoft wow. going public. It just, it's pathetic that she would get up there in front of a bunch of people, lemmings, sheep who just follow her down this communist path, that it's immoral to be a billionaire. How much good have these billionaires done, John Huntsman's of the world, uh, and even Bill Gates and Warren Buffett, they give away a lot of money. A lot of money. They help all kinds of people with the money they have. Uh, even if they didn't, it's still not immoral to have the money. It's, you know, what is in your mind, what's in your soul that's important. It's dangerous rhetoric from her. 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at a pat unleashed on Twitter. Uh, let me tell you about Breakhouse Nutrition. First of all, here it's a new year. It's time for a, all the res- resolutions, and so many resolutions include eating healthier, and that's usually the first one to go away. Uh, but thankfully, our friends at Brickhouse Nutrition want to help, and that's why they created Field of Greens. It's a real superfood. If you don't get a lot of vegetables, like I don't, then this is a great way to go. Uh, we had a friend over for dinner the other night, and she's on the keto diet. And so my wife made this thing of broccoli. It's like, oh, and it just smelled so bad. It, it almost made me gag. And I'm like, I'm not eating that. You know, I'm not well, eating that. She said, it's got cheese all over it. I put out cheese. It should be delicious. There's not enough cheese in the world um, to make broccoli taste delicious. Just a heads up for I you. shan't be eating it. If the day ever comes when you mm-hmm. invite me over for dinner, um, I don't have any special requirements. Uh, I'll just eat pretty much anything. Just uh, that's good to hear. Just tuck that yeah. away, you know, because it might come in handy at some. I'll point. tell you what. I'm going to send you a uh, uh, can of Field of Greens instead. Okay, that way you get a real superfood, and, and then, then you I, don't have to wait on my, my invitation. Come, come to your house. <laughs> <Just get> really, <laughs> really healthy okay. on your own, which Thank is you. great. All right. Uh, every scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA organic fruits and vegetables. Complete with antioxidants. It doesn't smell bad like broccoli, like cooked broccoli does. <laughs> Ugh, man, that's nasty stuff. Um, if it wasn't for this product, I seriously wouldn't ever get vegetables at all. So this is really easy. It tastes great. And I know it works. Go to BrickHousePat.com. Try Field of Greens today. You'll love this superfood. Get 15% off a month's supply when you use the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. <laughs> Uh. From the mean streets of Helena, it's Pat Gray, Unleashed. 
A couple of tweets from Rebel Republican. People vote for AOC for the same reason Pat's wife never gets a traffic ticket. (laughs) That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. That's very true. Uh, Redeen. I want my Pat Gray bingo card and a coffee and my morning will be complete. Well, after the backgammon standings are read, of course. Oh, well then. I mean, ask and you <laughs> shall receive. Uh-huh. I've, I've looked them up. I mean, look how deep this goes. Uh, <clears throat> the uh, the USBGF, as you are very familiar with. Of course. With. I mean, uh, everybody knows that. They go down to uh, the... 1,077? Yeah, I mean, they... Uh, that's wow. Probably, that's probably how many people in the entire planet actually play backgammon. But the U.S. Backgammon Federation, uh, right uh-huh. now in first place, right? Hang on. I'm sorry. I had to go down to see how many people actually um, participated. Uh-huh. 1077. So your current world leader in the backgammon championships. Backgam- I can't uh-huh. scroll. My, my my screen isn't scroll. Uh, Richard Munitz is in first place right uh, now. I love Richard. As you know, game. Richard's game is uh, yeah. is very subtle. Uh-huh. And, uh, I thought you were. Wait a minute. You're hmm? selling out. I thought you were a Roberto Kenny Litzenberger fan. <laughs> he fell a second, and now all of a sudden you're on the Richard Munitz bandwagon. Yeah, yeah. I'm a bandwagon backgammoner. Wow. So. So mm-hmm. what about Dmitry Obyakov? I mean, he's in nah, third he's Russian. Now. I don't like him. Okay. I don't like him. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> there you right. go. There's your backgammon. Backgam- Why do I keep saying backgammon? Oh. Thank you. Some words are just hard to say. Yes, right? Backgammon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Backgammon. From Orson Welles Fishbowl, along with traffic and weather together every three minutes on the eights. Hey, that should be a future square. <laughs> That yes, needs to be. Yeah. That will be. Like, how yes, often should we update be. the bingo square? There's so many questions to be maybe answered. Maybe monthly. Every, maybe the first of every month, mm-hmm. just to muck and fudge, could put out that month's bingo card, and mm-hmm. that's what we're all playing off of. And then I'll be playing along as well, and then we'll know. How's that work? I, I like mm-hmm. it. All right. So you've been employed now. Thank you, just to muck and fudge. Mm-hmm. Employed at a you know exorbitant salary at Jeffy's rate. of at Jeffy's rate at, yes of zero dollars yes and zero cents mm-hmm. uh, per per year so mm-hmm. you got you but got it works little... for Jeffy I mean look at he's gotten along on that for a long time <laughs> yeah yeah it's been fine yeah you got a little riled up there before the break uh, playing that uh, Ocasio Cortez insanity um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. can I can I inject something that might might help oh, you calm what? down a little, a little video for you just to calm you down can we play uh, uh, clip number one that uh, somebody uh, Guys, you got the baby shark song. You got these guys dancing to it. Don't act like that's not funny. That's funny. Is the deal? I know that song or that that video. All of it. All of it. Okay, the well, song, the guys, the why. Yeah. Um, why? You're going to tweet that out at Pat Unleashed. Uh, I just got to get back <laughs> into just, your account here. Wow, is that weird? I'm going to get here and tweet that out here. A little Pat, at Were those Pat Unleashed. Muslims, Jews? Those are Muslim guys. Uh-huh. You know, they're just uh, taking okay. a break from Friday prayers and uh, <laughs> doing some dancing there to doing uh, the a Baby sh- Shark Baby song, shark song mm-hmm. I, which I didn't know existed, and now uh, I do. You didn't know that song existed? No. Oh my gosh! Every every uh, parent uh, that has got a young child has that uh, burned into their brain. I'm glad that I uh, avoided that uh, fad, but Me apparently, too. Um, Me that too. Is, uh, there are some advantages to having. <laughs> Kids that are grown now, yeah, and that's one of them. <laughs> uh huh. Quite clearly, there's there's one of them. Uh, wow, that is some weird stuff. So you'll tweet. So that that's out. a famous mm-hmm. like kids song. 
Now the baby shark thing. Oh, really? It's terribly famous. The it's... one that my grandkids seem to be into is the um, uh, the paw thing. What's it called? Uh, oh, puppy patrol. Pa, yeah, pa, paw patrol. Paw patrol. Paw patrol. Yeah. <laughs> All my littlest grandkids love Paw Patrol. Is it on that? Is it on that show? The what? shark song? Is it on? Oh, that is, I don't know. I what's don't it know. from? Yeah, I don't know. What is it from? That's a good question. Thank you. I just know it's out there, and now they're going to have to. No, somebody will to tell it. us. Yeah. Somebody will tell us. So at Pat Unleash, look for that uh, video that we were just describing there. Uh, I'll take care of that over here. Also, uh, a recent wave of four biblical plagues <laughs> has a lot of people wondering. If the remaining six are also about to strike, since, according to Jewish tradition, all of the plagues that struck Egypt will reappear before the final redemption. Uh, More than any of the plagues that followed the sight of crimson water has become deeply embedded in the collective unconscious and is readily associated with the Exodus. Although Pharaoh's necromancers were able to duplicate Aaron's feet, uh, it really wasn't Aaron's feet, but still uh the sight of the (laughs) nile god turning to blood gave the egyptians a taste of things to come earlier this month several cases of rivers turning blood red were reported in different spots around the world look at that satellite image look at that that's that's ridiculous wow that's weird uh a little scary so why did that happen i don't see the explanation on that let me see it's the end of the world as we know it <clears throat> and i feel fine except we don't we don't feel fine <laughs> uh the seventh plague hail last year ended with hail showing up in unexpected locations saudi arabia was hit by baseball sized ice balls covering the sandy desert a short but intense hailstorm in swaziland south africa killed a herd of cows But even more shocking was the biblical mixture of fire and ice that struck in Australia as ice storms were accompanied by lightning that set off brush fires. Hmm. Uh, Plague number eight, locusts. We talked about this last week. So some of these are happening, you're saying? Yeah, these these are going on. So so we we had the Blood Red Red River. River, uh Uh-huh. We had the hail mm-hmm. and the fire and raining from the sky, supposedly. Okay, but that's just two of the plagues. It's not like other things are happening. Here's another one. Oh, the locusts. Uh, just last week, Saudi Arabia suffered a massive infestation of bugs, most notably locusts. In a case of divine irony, the bugs arrived in time for the weekly Torah reading that described their role in the exodus of the Jews from Egypt. Wow. <laughs> that is, that's interesting. That's interesting. Oh, Ivan, wait, is there wait. a number people can call? And there's also a square on the a, bingo card. Is there a number? I think. Anybody can call? When, when can they call? Yeah. Ivan. Uh, though many natural causes were blamed for the insect's appearance, images of the floor of the great mosque in Mecca covered in dead locusts evoked biblical connotations. Uh, yeah. Uh, they were all over people who were standing outside. They were all over the floor. They were all over the walls. They were everywhere. Ninth plague, darkness, the total solar eclipse that transversed the continental U.S. Ushered in one of the most catastrophic hurricane seasons in the nation's history. The country will not see another total solar... Well, we just did. We just saw another, uh, not solar eclipse, but we had a lunar one. 
just the other night. Not last night, but the night before. Tenth plague, death of the firstborn. Maybe the most dreaded plague, but supposedly reappearing, or at least one disturbing aspect of it. In a recent article concerning the messiotic implications of do-it-yourself DNA testing, it was revealed that 20 to 30% of paternity tests reveal that the man doing the test is not the father of the child they're testing. How does that apply to the death of the firstborn? Rabbi Berger saw this <laughs> an aspect of the redemption that was witnessed in the exodus from Egypt. He noted that this technology-aided revelation was of widespread infidelity closely resembles what was seen in Egypt just prior. Nah, it's not the same thing. <laughs> but there are some there are some examples of actual plagues hitting the world. Wow. So either be afraid, uh, be very afraid, or, you know, don't. Or, or don't. <laughs> Whatever. You know, depending on, you know, your spirituality at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 888-933-93. Also, experts have unveiled plans to overhaul the world's diet. Oh, good. We got to fix this, you know. Cause... That'd be like a plague, too, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, a hamburger, the hamburger, <laughs> too much red meat is being served, obviously. Uh-huh. Uh, and so... Apparently, we need to eliminate that from our diet. Eggs should be limited to fewer than about four a week. Oh, there's no way I do four eggs a week. Mm. Do you? No uh, way. I I bet it's I a couple f- of months. I do four eggs a, an omelet. <laughs> Every day, though? Or no. a week? No. How how often? Uh, I probably average. It varies, you know. Sometimes I'll eat. You know, I, mm-hmm. I don't, I, not a lot. Yeah. Dairy foods should be about a serving a day or less, according to this. The report from a panel of nutrition, agricultural, and environmental experts recommends a plant based diet. Based on previously published studies that have linked red meat to the increase of health problems, it also comes amid recent studies of how eating habits affect the environment. Producing red meat takes up land and feed to ca- raise cattle. There we go. Which also, of course, emit the greenhouse gas methane. <laughs> so so if we stop eating the cows, won't that make it worse? Because they'll be alive to keep releasing the methane, won't they? I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't seem to make any sense to me. I tell you, this is a stupid way it's to try stupid. to get us to all be vegans. No, I'm not going to do it. Gonna, I will never be a vegan. You're going to keep eating hamburgers? Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you believe that that's what the right. president called them? What a dummy. Hamburgers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a uh, did moron. You, did you hear he's, he's floating uh, the idea of amnesty? <laughs> yeah, that's not yeah, as funny. That's not so that's good. Not, that that really kind of lost its yeah, train, it kind of pulled back into the really station. Really kind of yeah. did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, good news. They're considering apparently Chris Christie for uh, attorney general. Oh, wow. With Sessions resigning, of course, a while ago, the reports are now circulating that Chris Christie is in the running to take his place. Aww. According to CBS, two sources close to the president confirmed that Chris Christie, one of the president's early supporters, is on the short list of potentials to replace Jeff Sessions. Um, but there are uh, some others that he's considering, including Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> I don't know. I think that Rudy's kind of lost his noodle a little bit. Um, outgoing Florida Attorney General Pam Bondi 
And former Attorney General William Barr, who served under President George H. W. Bush, all potential uh, replacements for Jeff Sessions, who turned out to be apparently one of the worst people ever in the history of mankind, <laughs> at least if you're to believe the president and, and uh, hardcore supporters. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Judiciary Committee Democrat is floating purge another probe of justice. Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh is trying to get him back before a Senate panel, and they want to interrogate him again. Joe uh, Negusi of Colorado, freshman member of the House Judiciary Committee, told constituents the panel will likely investigate Judge Kavanaugh for perjury. (laughs) Can we please, for the love of heaven, let it go? He said there's no question Kavanaugh committed perjury. Oh, I think there is question of that. During the confirmation hearings and so forth. I think the Judiciary Committee is likely to take that up. Yeah, I think they are too because they're Democrats and they're, that's what they do. Well, wait, that's, so the Senate... So the... Um, the Senate, he can't be... He's talking about the House Judiciary yeah, Committee. Yeah, but then that, that means nothing because, right? Because it would have to go... Yeah, the it's Senate. the Senate that confirmed. Well, and he's already been confirmed. So, so maybe it is, I don't know. What a <clears> mess. I mean, just stop. He wasn't specific at all about well, of which of Kavanaugh's statements might rise to the level of perjury. I, yeah, what is it? I mean, everybody thought it was because he said he wasn't drunk all the time. Mm. Right? Isn't that what they were trying to make into perjury that he lied about? Uh, well, oh, he was clearly drunk all the time. Yeah, go well, prove that one. What? And you're, really, you're gonna you're gonna say that that's a lie when we're talking about something that happened 40 years ago? And remember, Stop the organization MoveOn.org. Um, you might want to take your own advice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let me tell you about uh, iTarget Pro here. Every year, millions of Americans make resolutions. You know, we're gonna lose weight. We're gonna eat healthier. We're gonna save money. Um, all of these things can improve your life. But here's a resolution that could save it. And that's to get really proficient with your firearm. Take it to the next level with iTarget Pro. iTarget Pro is great. First of all, you're going to save money. You don't have to buy a whole bunch of ammo. You don't have to pay the range fees. And you don't have to drive to and from the range. You just do this at home. And it utilizes your smartphone and their app, which tracks a caliber-specific laser. The laser fits in your firearm, and that detects exactly where your shots are landing. You're not firing bullets. You're just firing the laser at the target. It's a really cool and really fun system. It's completely safe. It comes with your caliber-specific laser, the targeting system, and instructions so you can start training right away. So go to the letter I, then targetpro.com, and uh, check out the video. Yeah, it's such a cool way to teach your kids. It's absolutely awesome. And you don't have to worry about... And they loved it, right? Oh, yes, yes. And you don't have to worry, like you said, going to the range, waiting, mm-hmm. spending all that money on ammunition. This is awesome. You can practice in the comfort of your own home. So get the video, choose your caliber, and download the app, and then you're ready when the system arrives in the mail. Um, this month, you can get 10% off plus free shipping. So 10% and free shipping when you use the offer code PAT to purchase the iTarget Pro system. Save money and save time. Take your skill to the next level. It's itargetpro.com, promo code pad.
Matt Gray Unleashed. 888-933-93. Let's go to Bobby in Florida. Uh, hey, Bobby, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat. Hey. Uh, I'm starting to see uh, so much of that Cortez. I think she's kind of turning me on. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's hard, to right. find, it's hard to find smart uh-huh. women like that. Yeah. Oh, she. Yes. She's oh, clearly that, that, brilliant. That, that's what's doing it for you, right, Bobby? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know uh-huh. about her. Something about it. <laughs> Where can you get? Why can't you get a conversation going with her and Hank Johnson? <laughs> uh, that would be too to much that. intelligence, I think, for the for the planet. Uh, thanks, and Bobby. Why don't you ever play? Yeah. Well, why don't I play what? Why don't you ever play Hank Johnson's greatest hit? When he's giving a speech on the helium shortage. Did he give a speech on the helium shortage? Seems... Yes, you have to see it. It is the greatest. It's the Mona oh. Lisa of Hank Johnson. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. We'll we'll check that out. Uh, appreciate the tip. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Added Pat Unleashed on Twitter. A uh, bunch of farewell tours happening right now from uh, big acts that we all know and and well love some of them. <laughs> Apparently, people are really going to these farewell tours, too, uh, in droves. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne has hit the road for his farewell tour. Now, you might remember in 1992, mm-hmm. he did a farewell tour called No More Tours. <laughs> I see what he did there. Uh-huh. Not No More Tears, <laughs> No go. More tours. tours. And then in 2019, he's doing the sequel, No More Tours 2. Okay, but see, uh, see, that would mean that yeah, there was it's, more yeah, tours. Right. Huh. Uh, over the past two years, we've seen a bunch of these. Uh, Joan Baez, Leonard Skinner, Paul Simon, Slayer. Gosh, you hate to see Slayer right. go away forever, don't you? Are we you going? Are we going? Oh, well, if they're still on their tour, you better well, let's believe just, I'll it. I'll find out when they're here, and then so we'll, we'll make it a date. Uh, also coming up, the farewell tour of Bob Seger. Elton John, Kiss, and uh, and of course Aussies going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that these artists are getting older and they're starting to see all their friends pass away. <laughs> they're starting to think, you know, touring is a little too hard. Mm. Elton John is his farewell tour is lasting through 2021. It started last year. Okay, a three year tour, a three year tour is not a farewell tour. That's just an extended tour. It's better than a three-hour tour, I'll tell you that. Those never end. Well, yeah. I mean, that went on, went on for a long time. See what it did there? Mm-hmm. Thanks. You turned it into Gilligan's well, Island. That's yeah. what you did. That was a, that was a thinking man's joke. <clears throat> so Bob Seger, 73. Elton John, 71. Ozzy Osbourne is 70. And Gene <laughs> Simmons of Kiss is 69 years old. Wow. Now tell me that doesn't make you feel old. Jeez. Uh, tell you what, on May 8th, uh, right here in Irving, Texas, where you and I currently sit, uh-huh. you and I are going to go get to see the uh, Slayer Repentless Tour. Oh, they're still, their tour I mean, is still the, going on. It's the final. Oh, what a tour. relief. We didn't miss so, it. Right. We didn't I mean, miss they're in Australia the right Slayer now, but they'll be tour. back. <laughs> yeah, they'll be back. <laughs> they'll, they'll get That's over. a real right over here relief. On May 8th. So where are they playing? Over at the Pavilion of the Toyota Music Factory, about a mile from here. That's a pretty good venue. Yeah, so um, I can't wait for us to go and uh, <laughs> bond at the Slayer, <laughs> Slayer. Repentless Tour. Yeah, yeah. Our wives would love it. Ah, 
We might have to leave them home because I don't. I don't think my wife is going to go to Slayer. Uh, what? Yeah, I know. It's surprising. Why? She, well, because she gets too excited, <laughs> throws her underwear up on stage and stuff. It's embarrassing. So, wow. Yeah. So. So, so okay. So yeah, she probably won't She's be doing me then. Yeah, like guys, not probably. Out at yeah, that's what we'll have to do. Yeah. Mm. Now, if I'm not there, you know, just go inside and wait and wait. And uh, How long I'm am sure I have to wait on May eighth. Probably not all that long. Probably you, know? you don't sound sure. You probably won't even notice because you'll be so involved in the you know slaying of Slayer. <laughs> what are <laughs> the Slayer fans going called? On. What are they called? Slay heads? I, I probably. <laughs> probably. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. <laughs> All right, just real quickly, um oh, no. if you saw this yesterday on Fox and Friends, we just want to let you know it was a big mistake. Um <laughs> oh, RBG no. is not dead. Here's what Fox oh. and Friends put up yesterday. Whoa, there it is. Uh, there it in goes. the meantime, uh, we need to apologize. At the uh, beginning of Ainsley's interview with the professor, uh-huh. uh, a technical error uh, in the control room triggered a graphic of Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, with a date on it. Uh, she, yeah, uh, we don't want to uh, make it seem uh, anything <laughs> like other than that like was she's a mistake. Dead. That was an accident. Uh-huh. We believe she is still at home recovering uh-huh. from surgery. Big Thank you. I mean, how far ahead do you have to work on that graphic? You type in a year when she dies. Why do you have to work ahead? Uh, I know that's so weird and this happens all the time though we've seen this on nbc cbs we see it all the time uh, people just planning ahead for people's death <laughs> really kind of morbid that is bad man <laughs> a little embarrassing just a tad embarrassing